0: Welcome to How You Spend Your Days. The goal of this show is to explore debt, break down the stigma around talking about money, and share my own journey of becoming debt-free. My name is Colin Loretz. So today my guest is Christian Zimmerman, the CEO and co-founder of Coins. Uh, Thanks for joining me, Christian.
1: Hey, Colin. Thank you for having me.
0: So what I want to do first is just kind of set the ground for what Coins is uh, and why you started it. Um, Maybe a little bit of background on what you did before Coins as well, just to kind of set the stage.
1: Definitely. So uh, yeah, so I started uh, Coins is a financial wellness app that uh, combines financial education uh, with automation to help people pay off debt faster. Um, so coins, it's spelled with a Q, by the way. Just, I always, that's always in my spiel. Um, but, but I started coins right after graduating from college back in uh, December of 2015. Um, well, we didn't really start until the following year, uh, end of 2016. Um, but I came up with the idea right after college. Just wanted to figure out my own pain points around personal debt that I had, had taken out, both student loans and personal loans coming out of college. Um, and so my experience prior to Coins is, hasn't really been much aside from, you know, two startups that I've worked in the past, um, being one of the first 10 employees at one of one of the companies here in Atlanta called Hirewire and then another Chicago-based company called um, ShiftGig. Um, so I got to learn kind of the, all the ins and outs of, of starting a company. Um, but it wasn't about six months after I graduated that I came up with a deal for Coins to, to then kind of jumpstart it and get it going. So I guess all of my my uh career (laughs) has been pretty much dedicated to coins
0: no i think that's awesome i think knowing kind of uh what you want to jump into and solving a pain point for yourself is is a big part of what makes startups work i think i've done a little bit of startups in the past and i often see people jumping into startups that they think will make money but that they aren't actually interested in uh, or don't necessarily scratch their own itch and so you know having that pain point means you're going to build a tool that works for you um you know the pain point well um and i think especially anyone who's gone to school for the most part you know has some sort of debt when they leave um, that they have to think about paying back and that might be student loans it might be credit cards uh personal loans those sorts of things so so um just based on i mean i think what's really interesting about this whole world is how we were introduced uh and connected so i was actually on a zoom call um, for a, an e-commerce c- uh, company called Elliot. Um, and it was a really fun thing just uh, to also preface this whole conversation that we're recording this during the coronavirus pandemic. And, you know, a lot of businesses are suffering right now. A lot of people are looking at how they're going to be making money, how they're going to be, uh, you know, if some of us like myself are trying to pay off debt, like how does this pandemic change all of that? Uh, thankfully, I still have my job. I'm able and privileged to work from home. But uh, this call that I was on was a uh, essentially a virtual mall that was built in a spreadsheet, a Google spreadsheet. And uh, you know, we were trying just doing our introductions, and I had mentioned personal finance, and and uh, your friend Armand connected us. And so, just love love those kinds of small connections. And uh, and you know, in a weird way, how the coronavirus is pushing all of us to go online and and connecting in new ways. Uh, so I think there'll be some, some of that will be left over from this once we are able to return to some normalcy. Um, but with that, what sorts of things are you looking at in terms of like, how do you think of personal finance in a time like this right now? Uh, have you seen any changes in your customer behaviors Are you getting new customers, uh, and just kind of speak to what, what personal finance means today?
1: Yeah, I think with personal finance as a whole right now, um, you know, I think the month of April, uh, is has been like the first r- true true month as to you know what people are kind of excel- settling into right you know did they lose their jobs are they able to pick up some more work um, have they called their creditors have they started to save money do they even have have money set aside to to pay for bills right are they late on payments already um, so there's a lot of different questions that I think we're being asked uh, over this last month to identify kind of where people's situation is um, and so for us. You know, we we got hit um, uh, pretty hard. I, I, I won't say pretty hard, but we got hit. We got hit just like every other business and affected by by COVID. Um, one because you know our business has is, is primarily been focused around paying off debt, and we do it by you know making those additional payments towards towards their creditors on their behalf. You know, helping them with financial coaching. So you have someone that's holding you accountable. Um, but when you lose your job or you don't have that disposable income, you know people are just trying to make ends meet, right? So they're, they're not p- trying to focus on making extra payments. They're not focusing on you know, having someone hold them accountable. They're just trying to make sure that they have money for the next day, for their meal, for for rent, for things that, that are important. So we saw a lot of people actually kind of drop off or pause payments because they wanted to make sure that they were saving whatever they already had um, to make ends meet. Um, but more recently, like coming towards the end of this month, one lenders and creditors are obviously, they, they offered, you know, um, you know, benefits and, you know, no fees for late payments and actually, you know, deferred payments over the last couple months. So, you know, at the end of the day, lenders are going to want to get their money back at some point. So we're starting to build more relationships to, with lenders to offer, you know, seamless solutions for their consumers, but also for them so that, you know, they're not having to attack customers coming down the line saying, hey, we need to get our money back. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, we're looking at new ways to to partner with other financial solutions or FIs or credit counselors to work together to continue uh, to be focused on our mission, which is to, you know, help people be in a better financial, financial um, uh, place, right? So, um, all in all, yeah. I mean, we we definitely got affected by by everything. But at the end of the day, you know, this is kind of a a I call it like a roller coaster, right? There's going to be the lows, which is right now. I think everybody's kind of been hit, uh, aside from if you're like in the food business, but um, the finance finance space, you know, everyone's getting hit. But over time, I would say over the next two three months, you're going to s- start to see an uptake.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think uh, just to quickly. Recap kind of what coins does. So you essentially can pay extra payments towards your debt. Uh, when you get paid, you can round up more like spare change type things. So if you make a payment for like 970, then it'll get rounded up to 10. Uh, and that 30 cents will get kind of held on to, to make that extra payment. Uh, Or you can do like a you can set a certain amount you want to pay every day or week or whatever that might be and so Mm -hmm. um, so you're saying some people are starting to pause those Um, but I I, it is when you were talking I was kind of interesting to think about how like I actually went onto all my credit card websites as well and just to see you know what options there were to defer things and it seems like all of them have put up this kind of stock like FAQs page and. They're all overwhelmed in terms of phone lines, uh, people trying to call, um, and I really do see a lot of fintech companies kind of coming to the rescue here. And I, I think uh, it will be interesting to see what opportunities open up for you guys in terms of, you know, having that relationship with the creditors and figuring out ways to to be creative there. Because you know, even with things like the stimulus and um, these different government assistance things that are happening, I saw a lot of companies like Square and Venmo and PayPal saying, hey, how about, you know, if you get this money to us, we have ways of getting it to people. Um, you know, I know you yep. guys are using Plaid under the covers. Um, so for non-technical folks, um, Plaid is a way to securely uh, write apps on top of banking. And and I, I think, you know, that helps give people a lot of uh, connections, like a lot of different apps, connections into people's finances so that we can have all of these different uh, avenues for helping people with their money. Uh, because oftentimes, like a bank account and a credit card doesn't come with an instruction manual. A lot of people don't know how to use them responsibly and then like you said you know a lot of people didn't have an emergency fund going into this and so things are getting a little bit stretched and uh, exactly. I think you know it'll be interesting to see how you guys come out of this I signed up uh, after I heard about it from Armand uh, and it's been cool to see I use my personal bank is simple uh, and so they I have, use simple uh, as well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they have uh, a roundup rules type thing, but they don't make payments for you. So uh, I think that's a a good idea just in terms of, you know, there's all these different apps that have come out like Acorns and Digits and you guys, where I like that idea of kind of hiding small amounts of money from yourself that you probably aren't going to notice. Obviously right now, I think people are noticing every little payment. <laughs> um, yep. But uh, are you seeing like any of your customers that are still able to keep, their jobs. Uh, I, I know, like, at least in my case, like my spending for things have, has just gone down. And so, in some regards, I'm even more uh, dedicated to getting rid of my debt right now while also still trying to um, do a little bit of spending in terms of like supporting local restaurants and things that I, you know, I want to build to support them and not make that go completely to zero.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely no. We still we, I mean, we still have a good portion of the base, of our customer base that, you know, I, I think are, you know, lucky and are have ability to to go to work and still bring in income. Um so we still see those payments being sent out and, you know, the averages of the payments are, have still been relatively the same. So, you know, we're averaging anywhere between 50 and 150, 200 dollars depending on which form of savings they select, our our payroll deductions, when I get paid features become more and more popular just because, you know, because people aren't necessarily spending as much, um, you know, they can still make sure that th- those funds are still being applied on a weekly, weekly cadence or bi-weekly cadence. Um, but, but yeah, you know, absolutely. It's, it's, it's something that we, we are seeing people still still make payments where they can. Uh, Cause again, some people are being proactive about it. They want they know that, you know, this is kind of a grace period, but that grace period is only going to last so long.
0: Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think about this, I mean, I'm happy to have kind of had my own wake up call a few years ago and and started this podcast, but you know, I I can't help but think, like, how different would this be if I wasn't in debt right now? Um, and that's a question that I think about with everything. I, I used to be a freelancer. And, you know, what does freelancing look like when you're not in debt? Everything looks different when you're not in debt. And I think, you know, focusing on, like, what you said at the beginning, a financial wellness company is, is extremely important because we, you know, often are talking about, you know, our own personal, like, physical fitness, but not always talking about, you know, our financial fitness and how that affects, uh, you know, literally like our emotional uh, well-being as well, because money is is a big uh, area of stress for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of like where where we've started to move towards, um, you know, again, we've, since we've started, since our inception, you know, we, we had had a big focus on just automating the overall process, right? The value prop being, you know, we will facilitate those payments for you because, you know, more times than not, you're only going to make your monthly minimums and, you know, just put the extra money uh, probably towards things you shouldn't be paying or, you know, putting that money towards like going out or something. So automating that process so you don't have to think about it. But then, as you mentioned, right, building a better relationship with your money so you better understand kind of where you are on a, uh, from a financial health perspective, um, and a lot of people just don't really know that, right? I mean, I think over 50 or 60% of people don't even have a $1,000 in their savings account in case of an emergency. And I think this, this example of what just happened, uh, the government had to come in and help out because, you know, no one had <laughs> those funds to kind of keep the economy going. And then also, um, you know, just having people better understand how much money they really have coming in and how much they have actually going out. Uh, this is a good, this was a good time for everyone kind of just to put put a pause on everything almost reset you know figure out where where they can cut costs and save money and that's where like our coaching coaching process comes in you know we know that we can automate and make payments for you but if you don't understand you know really how you how financially fit you are then you're going to continue making the same mistakes uh so that's kind of where the the two pieces kind of align with one another
0: nice and is that uh financial coaching done in the app or is that like a phone call how does that work
1: yeah. So the coaching itself, uh, we have three models. So you can have SMS where it's more so of an accountability piece. They're checking up on you. They're analyzing transactions. They're making sure that you're hitting the goals that you're trying to hit. You can also do, um, uh, video calls on a quarterly or monthly basis. And those would be, uh, we work with zoom to do that. Um, and then obviously you get to meet, you know, kind of face to face virtually with, with the coach, you know, right in the palm of your hands.
0: Very cool. Yeah. I, uh, right before the coronavirus, thing happened i actually uh just signed up for an online fitness coach and it's the first time i've ever really done that before and i think just like physical fitness you know financial fitness requires consistency and i don't know if it's just because of the quarantine or because i'm spending the money for the coach but that accountability is is key and there was a little bit of a plan that he had to give me and a little bit of you know answering some questions, but a lot of it was, I know that I'm going to be having to, you know, be um, holding accountable to him at the end of every week when I send in my updates and all of that. And so I think it's done wonders. Uh, Obviously being in quarantine and not leaving also gives me a lot more time to just focus on getting workouts in, but uh, you know, maybe that's also a good time for people to look at um, how they're going to use like their stimulus check, how they're going to look at potentially building out an emergency fund or making any extra payments if they're able to
1: exactly exactly and that's one thing that we're going to be introducing real soon is you know we've already uh, proven out the, the ability to make payments and you know help people save money throughout the month but uh, we'll, we'll soon be able we'll give them the ability to just save money altogether if they want to like with an emergency fund built into the app as well um, really not much for us to kind of build out but is a good way to kind of tie in both both uh, both sides of the spectrum right if you're paying off debt or if you want to save in case something happens so you have that money already set aside
0: that's cool yeah there's an app that i use for freelancing called catch uh are you familiar with that
1: uh i believe yeah i believe so i think i've heard about it once
0: yeah, so what's cool about them and listeners of the show know like if you're a freelancer you should be using it but they set aside your tax withholding. Um so it's really just a savings account and you you could do that in any savings account but you know keeping it separate and away from my normal bank accounts was essential for me to be able to pay and that you know pay that the money that's not technically mine uh when I get paid uh from invoices and things like that and so I think I'm really excited just to see apps like Coins and Catch and, you know, Digit and all these things just because they're taking all the tools that we use, uh, you know, especially millennials and people who who kind of live on their phones and giving uh, financial literacy tools so that we can be successful with money instead of just, you know, assuming that everybody knows what they're doing.
1: Exactly. Yep. That makes makes perfect sense, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, so I guess with all of this, um, what does a day in the life look like for you right now? um, I'm assuming everyone's working from home right now, but how has uh, things changed for you right now?
1: It yeah, things definitely change, you know I typically we would go to the office, uh, which I don't live that far from, but um you know, I typically like to be around people, so uh, yeah, I've been working from home. Everyone else, we have a team of five that's been working from home, and um, more than anything, it's just been more about focusing on communication and, and talking to the team when we can, um, actually doing calls rather than just doing Slack, right? Having still had kind of like that voice interaction or at least video interaction. Um, and aside from that, you know the the you know my my job is to continue kind of pushing this thing forward. So luckily, been able to have continue to have like investor meetings here and there. Um, you know, looking at all the resources that are out there and then one regurgitating it and applying it to the business, but then also sharing that information to our customer base and or people that are looking for help, right? So we we built out a, a blog that has updated resources around what's going on and kind of how to plan for the future as well. So um, really more so just trying to be, do our part and be a resource um, during these times. Um, and then lastly, you know, looking looking down the future down into the future of like what what are we going to be or how how will we function coming out of this um you know we've we now see a lot more opportunities to work with the lenders where we typically wouldn't right because lenders although as i mentioned before right they're they've they've given out a lot of leeways and forbearances on payments and no charges but you know they're also going to get hit really hard and Typically, they wouldn't want to work with you know businesses like us, where we're helping them make extra payments, right? Helping helping the customer actually pay off the debt, where they would typically make the money off of, but more so continue to build that relationship with the customer. And That's where we come in to make it easier for them. So um, for us, we're seeing a lot of like opportunities to to start building relationships with FIs and lenders. So my job has been really a lot of these you know onboarding calls or uh, prospective calls uh, with potential partnerships.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So that's interesting. So previous to this, I mean, were credit card companies, not huge fans of apps like this, or is it just more that, you know, obviously they make money from you having a balance. So there's not a lot of incentive for them to want you to pay that off.
1: Yeah. It's a mix of both. Primarily is is the the latter where they don't really want to work with you because, you know, this is where they make the money, the late payments, the interest, right? So the quicker you're paying it off, the less money they're making. But you also don't, there's kind of that fine line where you don't want them to also fall into uh, delinquency or become a high risk profile customer um, that ends up, you know, falling collections and you just never collect anything on it. So, you know, you're going to see a lot of, lot more customers probably get close to, to that, that category, which obviously it's not, it's just a, a, a nature of what's happening now, not by anyone's, you know, own personal doing. So, that's where we're kind of trying to target with the lender saying, hey, you know, this is something that's impacted everyone and we need to be right. proactive about how we're going to, uh, you know, help, help everyone. If you're if you just focused about making money, customers are going to see right through that and they're going to look somewhere else to build the relationship or continue a relationship, right? Our job is to, to help, help you uh, mend that relationship as well as, you know, help it grow coming out of this.
0: Yeah, I was definitely going to say that relationships look like they're going to become even more important. I think the the whole paycheck protection plan situation really has soured a lot of people's uh relationships with with big banks right now. Um and a lot of more fintech companies that one have much more polished platforms like you know, if anyone's listening out there, definitely check out coins. It's uh, very well designed, which is something that like, that's why I use simple uh, as my bank is that I love logging into it. It feels nice. I feel good about using it versus some of these older tools. And I think some of those older banks and older companies are going to start to realize that the experience, the customer relationship is super important and, you know, that a happy customer will open new lines of credit and if they start a business and they start to grow that they're going to grow along with them and so i i have a lot of hope there and exactly. uh, at the same at the same time i'm sure that there are some of them that aren't going to adapt and aren't going to change and you know those ones you know won't be around uh in the future but uh that's that's good to hear Um, I will definitely link to the the coins blog I I was definitely checking that out there's a lot of good resources there for things around the coronavirus and stimulus and uh, just if you know if you're in debt and you're trying to figure out if you should be doing snowball versus avalanche method and things like that Um, it's things that we've also talked about on the show but definitely check out their blog and we'll put that in the show notes but um, yeah I guess is there anything that you want to leave our audience with?
1: Yeah, we also, you know, the I I don't think I mentioned, but we also do a lot of bite-sized videos every week. We call them Coins Tip Tuesdays. Um, These are, you know, usually a minute or less uh, videos that just kind of go on on the topics of, you know, personal finance, whether it be, you know, how to save money or, you know, how to manage your expenses or percentage of debt-to-income ratios. A lot of these things that, you know, I think we should all know. And, you know, I think if we're being honest, many of us don't. Um, but that's kind of what we're here for to kind of help, help educate and help give those resources out in, in, ways that we know that people will learn and actually, uh, process it rather than just, you know, we know everyone has a certain way of learning. And so we, we try to, try to, um, offer that in, 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 in any way possible. So if you haven't checked those out, those are on our Instagram at the coins app, but awesome. aside from that, yeah. that's pretty much it. <laughs>
0: Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely link that up as well. Um, So, thank you so much for joining me today, Christian. And I hope you and your team stay safe out there.
1: Thank you, Colin. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
0: Music in this episode from Blue Dot Sessions.